Oh. What was that, Clyde? I don't know. He's coming to get us. I don't want him to. The following podcast contains spoilers for Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Oh. You have been warned. episode of KFR News Radio. This is your host, Glenjamin Button, along with your host. I don't know what side. You're, I think you're on this side. There you go. Miguel Magusto. I'm on your right side. How do you not yes. know that already? Because I switched my room I around. I told you that already. That's <laughs> uh, true. As you can tell. I almost, I almost clapped for myself. That would have been embarrassing. Yeah? I just, I just became dizzy. <laughs> A little bit. Uh, I hope I hope more people are watching than they are listening. Because that's a uh, it's gonna uh, yeah, stay. You'll have, How you doing, Glenn? You'll have to go ahead and check out the videos for that one. I'm doing okay. Lost lost one of my slides. Hold on a second. Ugh. Oh my god! You'll be so proud of me. And I only did this for one one special occasion. I've watched one, two, three, four, five, six. Movies this weekend. Well, week total. You beat me. Really? But but only by the one that I, I know. I know why you didn't watch one. So, yeah, we'll get which into that. that but, well, tell me, tell me uh, the first Friday the 13th, which I had already watched. Uh, yeah. Get wrecked. Yeah. I shine this <laughs> time, guys. Yes. Well, technically. Uh, tell me what you watched. It, it does not count because technically I only watched one besides all of the assignments that we had watched together, air quotes, because yeah. for the audio listeners. Um, so first off, I watched Friday the 13th, the original one, because I had seen it before, but it had been a long time uh, since I had. Uh, after that, I watched Friday the 13th Part 2, uh, because you got to follow up. Uh, mm-hmm. After that, we watched Creator, which there is a review up on the YouTube Ladoobaloos up out, out there in the sphere of the webs. Um, find out what we thought about it, because we thought about it a little bit, and we spoke yes. about it even more. Um, yes. After that, I watched Friday the 13th Part 3, uh, and then I was like, wow, that's a lot of, that's a lot of numbers so far. This is kind of crazy. Let me step it up a little bit and watch Edward Scissorhands, a person who can't count to anything with their fingers, because they're scissors. I mean, he could. It just he could he probably only count something. to like eight. I don't know what the digits are for scissors. Is that twenty? Technically, I guess it. It all depends on what he's That's got. That's a there. good question. Because one of one of his fingers is shears. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. That's still two, though. Think about that. Huh. Uh, and then yeah. after that, I watched Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter, which we shall get into in a little bit. Mike, yes. 
It's a mystery. What could you have possibly watched with one lesser movie? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I watched five movies. Uh, uh, we, we already alluded uh, last week that we were both going to watch the entire series. Uh, I, mm-hmm. the, the first Friday the 13th is pretty clear in my brain. It's been a while since I've seen it, but like I remember all the important stuff, so I didn't bother watching that. So I started the yeah. week off with Friday the 13th Part 2. Uh, and yeah, it's, uh, 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 so it's, it's a Friday the 13th movie. It's, we are not the biggest fans of this, of slasher movies as you'll, yes. you'll probably find out. Um, so yeah, there's that. Then, uh, you know, as we all know, Netflix, Netflix DVD has ceased. Uh, they sent their last DVD out on September 29th. I had, uh, my second to last one that I got, uh, and I was, I watched it like the day that it came in. Cause I was trying to get another one before they, they, uh, shut down for good. And I got yeah. Bull Durham, uh, which is a baseball movie with Kevin Costner, Susan Sarandon, uh, Tim Robbins, um, and other people. Uh, and they had to go and ruin a perfectly good baseball movie with romance. Ugh, yucky. Why would you do that? The baseball part of this was great. I really liked the baseball part of it, but then, like, someone had to fall in love? The fuck? You keep your emotions out of the There's game. There's no love in baseball? Oh, sorry, that's Don't these... Um, yeah. Oh, man. I, like, it, I was so frustrated, because, like, I, I was way more interested in the baseball aspect than the love aspect, and they yeah. just... It was so, so bad. I don't know why this one's talked about as much as it is. It doesn't make sense to me. It's not good. Uh, mm. Moneyball is still the best non-kids movie about baseball that there is. Yeah. Uh, and Bull Durham, uh, I was expecting it to be better, so it got knocked way off the, the baseball movie <laughs> totem pole for me. The flight that um, it had, the course. Yes. Uh, then I watched The Creator, which we have a review for on the YouTube. Watched it with Glenjamin Button, uh, our, oh. our our friend and, and foe. Um <laughs> I don't know Mostly how you're both, but you are. Uh, then I watched Friday the Fart... 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 Friday baby. the 13th, Part 3. Uh, this was the worst one that I watched out of all of them. It was yeah. just so bad. I did not like it at all. And then I watched Friday the 13th, the final chapter, which we're going to get into... Right now! Three times before, you have felt the terror, known the madness, lived the horror. But this is the one you've been screaming for. Friday, the 13th, the final chapter. Jason is back. Jason's reign of terror is over. Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Jason's unlucky day. After being announced dead and taken to a morgue, Jason Voorhees spontaneously revives, escapes from the hospital, and stalks a group of friends renting a house in the countryside near Crystal Lake. 
Yes, directed by Ooh. Joseph Zito or Zido, uh, written by Victor Miller, Ron Kurtz, and Martin Katrosser, probably based on characters of someone. I don't care enough to find out. Uh, <laughs> it is, it is uh, starring Eric Anderson, uh, Judy Aronson, Peter Barton, Kimberly Beck, Crispin Glover's in there, Corey Feldman's in there, uh, F- Tom Everett is Flashlight Man. Uh, <laughs> that's a name. Uh, there's Frankie Hill. Uh, and others, and this, of course, came up on Streaming Roulette, um, and it piqued our interest the most. You know, we had not very familiar with the Friday the 13th franchise, so we took this opportunity to enrich ourselves with at least the first four movies in the franchise. Yep, to, to gorge um, our eyes and, with a whole series. Yes. Glenn, mm. after watching four of these, do you care to watch any more? <laughs> Well, it's funny. There are 12 of these movies, and Not I was including actually including remakes to... or including remakes? That's a good question. I didn't research that far for me to care. Yeah. Um, there are, apparently there's 12 titles. Now, what those titles, uh, you know, are is beyond me. I'll have to look that up. I did mm-hmm. see 12, though. But anyway, uh, I sat there and I thought to myself, man, I got through four I think I can, that's a, that's a third. I think I can do two more thirds. I think I could pull it through. I might eventually do it. I don't know if I'll do it right away. I don't think I'll do it like this week. But yeah. I think throughout Halloween, I think I'll crank them out a little bit. The, the ones that mm-hmm. I know for a fact that I have seen are Jason X and Freddy vs. Jason. And all, pretty much all the newer ones, actually. So the, the last three new ones. <laughs> So I at least want to knock out the ones I know for a fact I haven't seen. I'm going to watch them eventually, but I really have no interest in seeing the rest of them. Uh, it's just, I guess, like I said before, it's not really my thing. Um, I guess I can describe it like this. If, if they changed the formula, which I'm pretty sure after this one, I think they did. Not for the yeah, better Like I know Jason goes of. to hell, Jason goes to Manhattan, Jason goes... Yep. The guy starts exploring. He's like, let's get out of this lake. And then he starts getting out there. Now, if they change the formula, you know, maybe I'll I'll take a peek, which apparently they do, but I have read not for the better. So I don't know. I think I think I'll still take a gander. Now, what I wasn't expecting was for this final chapter to be my favorite out of the four. I really thought that um, this one's your favorite. The first Friday the 13th was going to hold true. Uh, for different reasons. Like, I think Friday the 13th, the first one, uh, is mm-hmm. legitimately an interesting movie. And this one was just so fucking stupid that I loved it. <laughs> and, like, everyone in it is so dumb or weird or... It's just it's just a fun movie uh, that I wasn't expecting. Now, that's not to say that I loved it. I just yeah. enjoyed this one more than enjoyed I enjoyed any of the others. Um, yeah, it's, it's got like weird shit with like a uh, teenage Corey Feldman. And I'm not saying this isn't realistic. It's just weird to show on screen, uh, mm. like watching him watch people like at the beginning of having sex and stuff. Uh, and his, his full blown reaction is, is how I would react in to today period at 30 at, years at old. At that age. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, then you got Crispin Glover just dancing. Just dancing the yeah. worst dance that has ever been danced. Uh, I'm and, so surprised uh, his dance hasn't been a meme. 
because it is it is yeah. something I've never seen it before. Is something, like I I loved it. I love that dance. Uh, yeah. And then it you know it's it's just of course this is a trope for all horror movies, but I feel like they were especially dumb in this. Like the older mm. sister, Corey Feldman's older sister, was like, "Oh no, uh, Corey Feldman." I forget his name. Let me get his name first. Uh, uh, Tommy. Tommy's home alone. They go yep. and and get Tommy, and then two minutes later, leave him alone again. Like it's yep. just so so silly. Um, and uh, did they ever say what happened to their mom? I was gonna ask the same thing, but uh, since we're getting right to it, I don't remember her dying on screen. She just kind of. I remember her yeah, maybe so what, like looking to turn on the power, but I yeah. I might have missed it. I might have missed it. I don't know, but so the last time we see her, she's like trying to figure out the power situation, and she mm-hmm. turns and she sh- uh, she's looking for Gordon actually the dog. She turns and screams, and then it cuts to something else. And I, what I thought was going to happen is that they were going to reveal Gordon dead. Luckily, mm-hmm. they didn't. He's a very yeah. good boy. Uh, granted, I don't know if he dies later. I don't think he dies well, later. Well, they he don't, they out don't of make a window, it clear. Right? He jumps out of a window, or at least it yeah. looks like he jumped out of a window. I think they were trying to make it look like Jason threw him out of a window. I don't oh, know. How dare, how, how dare you, Jason? But Kill they all left... the horny teenagers you want, but leave the dogs alone! They left it open-ended um, so we don't have to yell at Jason at a full capacity. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can choose to believe that Gordon, just being the good boy he is, got away. Yeah, and- he just uh, noped the, the fuck did, out of there. The mom got killed. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just it's just I don't know. I the choices made in this were so goofy to me mm-hmm. that it just it was more enjoyable. And like I still think the first one is a better movie, but it's not as in, it's not as funny and and goofy. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm probably gonna have the I have the. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been having the movie playing on on the screen that's in in the shot. I I noticed the last I, one. I just realized I'm probably gonna have to blur it out a lot for this one. So you because <laughs> all got, the, the nudity. I don't know if it was calculated, but you did plan the last one pretty well last time because you yeah, skipped past I, the nudity I, part there. I think I just got lucky there, but with this one, we'll we'll see. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's just I just had more fun watching it, you know. I, I, I think, it was it was silly. It was very silly. I think this one is probably the most, uh, in my opinion. You you think it's it's funny goofy. I think this is the most well made of the Jason ones, and not yes. you know yes. the mom. The one the first one's really it's, it's sorry. I, I would say it's better made than the first one, but not better written than the first one. Yes. Um, so that's that's what I would say. So I've been making um I'm I'm obvi- I'm going to keep planning on going and ranking these. So I have mm-hmm. the first one is my favorite because it's got the best twist. It's it it's yeah. his mom doing it. It's not him. Mm-hmm. Um so far by the way. This isn't a rank of like all of them. I'm only going through them one at a time. Mm-hmm. So far I have I think I think this one definitely beats out two. But the way I had it ranked before I watched this one, it was first one was the best for the twist, that it wasn't actually Jason, it was his mother. Second mm-hmm. one was better than the first one as far as the actors go, because even with Kevin Bacon in it, all those, that could be direction too. They were just supposed to be campy teenagers. But they were all dog shit. <laughs> the second one had better teenagers. Now, that didn't make it a better movie, 
but uh, the the third one was just I did not care for the third one at all. And then this one, yeah, was, I, I think the third one. Um, I think I wrote. Uh, I asked one. Uh, I asked John Clark. I was like, "How did this one not just kill the franchise? Because it is that bad. It is such <laughs> a bad movie." Because te- people people just kept coming out, man. They just kept coming to see these movies. Um, and I'm then, curious what like actual Friday the Thirteenth fans think too. I mean, we can get Tony on any day. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe not any day, but. <laughs> But um, and then I watched this one. This one is, I'm struggling between one and two. I, it like you said, it's better. The first one is better written, but this one is definitely better made. I think everything yeah. about this one is better made than the first one. But that that twist yeah. is just, it's just too cool that it's hard to. I, uh, I think the 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 visuals, uh, there are oh. a lot of really cool visuals like um, uh, the 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 kill with the lightning, the shadow caused by the lightning. Yeah, uh, that was really cool. Um, did I forget to write them down, or did I? I forgot to. I forgot to mention why I actually liked the third one. It, it, mm-hmm. it, I wrote first for having the twist ending, second for having better teenagers, and then third for having the iconic, being the first movie to have the iconic Jason look. Yeah, that was kind I mean, of the we, only we do, reason that I really, really enjoyed. We it. do have to give the third one credit for that. Um, yeah. But I'm. I also wouldn't be surprised if there's another universe where that one just killed it, and uh, everyone thinks <laughs> of Jason in, in the in the the bag. It's, um, it's somewhere out there. But yeah. So the the cool visuals that I really liked were the the killing with the the shadow uh, from caused by the lightning with I believe it's Tina, one of the twins. Yeah. That was really cool. When he when we think he's dead, the first sign of life you get. Is when he, uh, the the mortician is putting him in the freezer, and as he's closing the door, you see like cold breath coming out of his mouth, mm-hmm. uh, which was so subtle that it's like if you're not looking for it, you're gonna miss it. Uh, and I thought that that was really really cool. Um, and I think there's another one, but at least those two. Um, I don't think I wrote down the other one, but like it, it just like it was more visually interesting than all the other ones, uh, you know, that just did. I don't know how many times they can do the stabbing from underneath something and it coming up from the bottom. Uh, they did that in this one, too. But like, I feel like that was, you know, that that's like a staple that's in all of them. That's uh was mo- most effective in the first one, in my opinion. I believe Kevin Bacon gets stabbed through the bed and it comes out his throat. I believe that's his character. Um, but then after that, it's just like, okay, you've done this before. Show me something new. And then this one definitely showed me something new. Um, you know, as new as uh, a, someone killing someone, uh, a bunch of people with machetes and other things could be. You know what I, I like the most about uh, Jason um, that I didn't mm-hmm. realize uh, obviously before because I didn't watch all of them is that obviously his iconic weapon is the machete but he uses everything like Michael yeah. Myers you know he'll he'll use other things but you know mostly for that butcher knife um Jason uses fucking everything he can he, he's he's ready to fucking he'll throw you out 1700 he's, he's windows the Jackie Chan of slashers <laughs> just imagine the versatility of that man going jumping on roofs <laughs> and shit Jackie but Chan his... versus Jason. I want that movie now. <laughs> he would probably make it. No lie. They would pay him lots yeah. of money to do it, though. Uh, that's Jason, by the mm-hmm. way. Not 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 Jackie. He would do it for free. Um, 
But mm. yeah, his versatility in weapons is is absolutely bonkers. I didn't realize how vast it was, but yeah, he doesn't use the machete until I believe the third one actually. Um and he doesn't even use it that much. Like he actually like loses it more than he actually uses it. Um But yeah, his his versatility yeah. is crazy. Um they definitely got his look down way more in this one. Like just kind of how Yeah, this was the first uh, one where I was like that is definitely Jason. Yeah, this one's like the 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 uh, third one like got the look looked down, but this one he just looked like a menace, like he looked like like stocky too. So he was like I'm gonna fucking kill mm-hmm. you. Not just like a guy wearing a Jason outfit <laughs> in comparison. That's what it looked like in the third yeah. one. But this one definitely had the look down and I mean obviously I'll have to keep watching the rest to see how they kept going, but yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool as far as looks and weapons yeah. and shit went. Why is everyone in the 80s, in 80s movies at least, so horny? Like, did they not know of masturbation? Well, or I was... That, that, that is the point of these to... these movies. Um, like... I guess, uh, th- but it's like it's like to a fault. It, it like, it, it takes me out of it. I'm just like, just fucking well, handle absolutely. it yourself, man. Like, who, who, who sits in the back seat? Who Chris McGlover does it? He sits in the back seat and he's just like, "Oh, I'm so horny." Who does yeah. it? And I know it's not supposed to be realistic, but it's it's t- it's ridiculous to the point where I'm just like, "What the fuck are we doing here?" Like, don't spell it out. Like, you could you could show it visually. You don't have to have him just be, "Oh, it's it's yeah, the showing see versus that boner, telling thing that bothers me." <laughs> oh, that's not what I mean. I mean like a glance at oh, someone. Oh, oh, you can show oh, okay. it with a glance. There's been plenty of movies that do that. They they showed it better with with Tommy's character in in this, mm. where he's like getting excited watching the the lady undress and and like hopping up on his bed and everything. I would have loved That's to see more... Crispin do that, hundred percent. Because I could see him doing that. Crispin, uh, Crispin Glover, yeah, hundred percent. You're 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 being purposefully obtuse at this point, Glenn. Purposefully up yes. to you. you know what I'm trying to say. Yes, yes. Just like a <laughs> just like a just like a triangle, straight up twos, baby. This this series, as I was reading on the Googles earlier while watching this one, this series mm-hmm. was made uh from the Kurt Tales of a uh, from uh, the Halloween film. It did really well and they were like, We gotta make some shit like that and then they did that. But the first one they were like, Oh, we want this to be a horror, we want it to be scary. But we also want it to be funny. And then they just ran with that for all of them, it seems. Um, and just kind of being yeah. the same movie over and over again, but being a little different to bring audience back. Um, yeah. So, I mean, in reality, these movies aren't made for anybody but horny teenagers who want to see other horny teenagers die. <laughs> and that's I'm so that's glad okay. we have the internet now. Yeah. Uh, to see, yeah, what, I mean it's it is what it is. It it just I don't know. I I I I admit I'm looking at this too much from a filmmaking standpoint and not a horny teenager standpoint. Yeah. But I haven't been a horny teenager in quite some time. Um, so <laughs> yeah, it's it's I don't know. And, it's just it and they didn't me. have. I the, feel like uh, there's better ways did, to do it. When did they put put in the R rating? So they didn't. Did they even have that back then? No, the the, the R rating was was always there. Uh, PG thirteen, I believe, That's what it was, was yeah, eighty four. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Whenever Red Dawn and uh, yeah, eighty four is when 
PG thirteen. So pretty much right around thing. this time, anyway. Um, but uh, so yeah, so rated R was always a thing, uh, and this would have been rated R even back then. Um, but uh, yeah, PG thirteen, evidently or coincidentally, came out the year that this came out as well. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's no world that this would have been PG thirteen. Uh, but I also don't know <laughs> if they were as as um, enforced as they were. It's not really enforced anymore because since the pandemic. But before the pandemic, it was pretty enforced. Yeah, it's kind of crazy reading that. Uh, the the I mean the reason why these films kept getting made was because they were low budget, like any horror movie, low budget, big reward. Uh, it did one point eight mil. To to uh, I'm sorry for the budget 1.8 mil and grossed back 32.6 mil, uh, big profit baby big profit. So there's that's exactly why they kept making more and more. So this was supposed to be the final chapter because they were gonna close the book and move on, and then they were like, mm, <laughs> Are we doing that? <laughs> are we actually? And they cranked out fucking I guess eight more titles if there are. Uh, that menu for sure. I mean, yeah. Let me Google that real quick. I just want to make sure. But there yeah. are 12 full titles after, or like, all together. Including so, the remakes? Uh, yes. Well, are Ooh. there remakes or are there just reboots? Reboots, remakes, I don't know. Whatever. The, uh, what, was, what does the guy say? Your tits are stupendous? Oh, yeah. My favorite. That's Friday the 13th from 2009, baby. Is that what he says? Yeah. Your tits yeah. are stupendous. Yeah. Yeah. And they were. Yeah. I will give him credit to that. Don't say that to a woman, but it was true. Is it still uh, cutting out? <laughs> no, I, I heard you. I was laughing. I was okay, laughing. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, overall, this is a fun movie. I admit I'm looking at it too much from like a filmmaking yep. standpoint and like a art standpoint you know this is still art i'm not saying this isn't art it's just you know not the art that i typically go for uh, you but didn't I even get a, to the one point you wanted to talk about oh though, my this goodness movie. that's the part that just came up too <laughs> that's the part with the nudity that I had to go can we talk about how pathetic their rope swinging is it was pretty bad like you're supposed to like go above the lake before you let go and they're just like yeah the second they they oh so what they did is they, they, they jumped like on the rope in. they jumped on the rope had their feet and then they just kind of swung their butt and the butt just crashes into the water instead of you yeah. know like you know hanging by the, the rope, rope and is then too flying low. off oh significantly yeah and they could have changed it but it's, they were like, it's like the the rope shouldn't be in the water at all and it, it's yeah. it's in the water by a good like half a foot so, yeah, that'll cost us another hundred thousand dollars. So let's just let's just roll with it, okay? <laughs> no, we gotta, we're on a butter. But yeah, that when I saw that, I was just like, that was the part I was most disappointed by. Like you, that's just laziness there. Yeah, uh, it's either the people, everyone involved had no idea what a good rope swing was. Yeah, uh, or that they were just lazy and didn't want to fix the rope swing to be better. Yeah, those weren't invented until the 90s, so... Um, oh! Well, then wh- how is this one here if it's 1984? You said a good rope swing. Those weren't invented until the 90s, uh, okay, okay? Okay, okay. Get it you straight. Right. You're right, you're right, you're um, right. 
But yeah, the worst part is that it was like four people butt fluming and and all of them just took each one of those grains of water right up the ass. <laughs> Especially when they were naked, too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Speaking of naked, uh, mm. I think the thing that <laughs> bothers me most about all of these movies is that none of the women seem to... Well, I don't want to say none of them. A lot of the women don't seem to want to have sex. Uh, but they do anyway. And well, that was that was before a word called consent, buddy. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what I was about to say. Is like, does it, like does that mean just like ninety percent of women were were raped before that? They got they got to be talked into it very gently. Sometimes not. I so. do, I do I do not I do not feel great about that. I don't know. I I I have a weird uh, relationship with eighties movies in general. Yeah, uh, 80s horror movies specifically. And uh, this one I did enjoy. I enjoyed it more than uh, than most 80s horror movies. Uh, it mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. I, I, I liked it for what it was and uh, cheered anytime there was slow motion crashing through a window. Yeah. Because it happened a lot. I think there's elements to each one of these movies that are so good that if they combined them all into one movie, it would be the the, the flawless slasher, honestly. Yeah. Can we talk about um, the the guy in three, the guy in the wheelchair that gets killed and then pushed down stairs, and it's obviously a dummy? <laughs> oh, yeah, he got fucked up. Oh, yeah. Well, also the dummy got fucked up, too. But Yeah, yeah that whole, whole series is a wild ride. Um, bonkers. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, it, it was definitely the most well-made. There was, there's parts where I just, I, I was just was like turning off my brain cause I had to. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I mean, overall it was better than most and yeah. that's all you could ask for. Definitely. Um, I feel I like there were really some other things I really, I feel like there were some things I wanted to talk about, but I cannot remember. Yeah, I mean Actually. the the connection issue we're having is kind of throwing me for a loop. So yeah, if you're if you're watching this and being like this isn't the best re- episode, uh, it's because we had connection issues and I was yeah. trying to piece together what Glenn was saying between every five words that was cut out. I'm sorry uh, about that. <laughs> no, it's, it, no, it's not your fault. It's you know, it's my computer. It's Jeff Bezos's fault or something. Yes, uh, something uh, like that. Bill, Bill Gates. Gates actually. Yeah, Biden. <laughs> Biden. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, this, oh my god, sorry. They, Titties? I, no, I just turned and it was the, the puppet mask that I forgot about um, oh. that Corey Feldman made. But yeah, anyway, fun time. Had a good time watching it. Uh, yeah, There's I, definitely I, some other things that I, I would have wanted to talk about. I, I cannot remember them for the life of me yeah. right now. There's not too much to, to go that hard about because you don't want to look at it through a film critic standpoint. It's just a fucking teenage horror, te- horny teenage yeah. horror, teenage horror, teenage horror, skiddy dipping movie. Yeah. And other than three, I enjoyed all of them. I enjoyed yeah. all of them. Three was really, like, I can't even remember what was so bad about three, but it was just mm-hmm. like, it was so bad. Like, I, I, I hated I watching will, three. I will um, say that I think, I think that, first off, they're missing a huge the fucking market this year because this October is Friday the 13th. Oh, they're yeah. missing they're missing out on that. But I think it would be really cool to have um uh, like a, a limited series 
for for Jason, where maybe throughout the years he's just fucking shit up, and it just goes to different years, different decades, and how he just absolutely shreds people yeah, from each decade. Yeah, kind of like that. Um, there was like uh, an R.L. Stein anthology. That, that was three movies, mm-hmm. though, not a series. Um, Fear Street, I think it was, where that goes like different centuries and decades oh, and all yeah. that. I um, watched the first one and then I didn't. I didn't watch any of them, but I just know that that was a thing. That yeah. with Jason would be pretty cool. Yeah, I um, think it would be really cool because um, yeah. as long as they didn't stick with each one of these movies is literally the same. As long as they like had, obviously they're gonna have Crystal Lake or whatever. As long as they changed up a little bit of the formula inside of the setting, I think it would be cooler. Yeah, but. But you know, they probably won't do that. It, it took no. them like took them like twenty years to be able to finally collaborate with Freddy versus Jason, because two studios were like just banging heads yeah. on like, oh, we want the rights, oh, we want the rights, and then it was finally made, and then it was actually really good, <laughs> in my opinion. I'll have to rewatch that because my opinions probably changed. I haven't seen it. Uh, I'm assuming fans of it like it to some extent. Yeah. Uh, I've only ever seen. The first Nightmare on Elm Street and the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. That's that's um, another series that I'll have to watch because I was never like again, like I said last time, I was never really into slashers and horrors. That was my sister and dad's uh, neck of the woods, shall mm-hmm. I say? Um, I, I like them. I just didn't care. Yeah, I'm the same way. Where like I think they're fine. They have their mm-hmm. purpose, uh, but they never wow me. And I like yeah. being wild when watching a movie. Um, and mm. legitimately. Parts in this wowed me. So, yeah. There's that. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now that's all I've got to say. <laughs> Likewise. That does it for the review of Friday the 13th final chapter. That brings us to the judgment. As always, it needs to be a unanimous decision whether or not goes to the KFR shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden. This was Stream We Roulette. Uh, ooh, I, got, I forgot to bring up the, the coin flip. Coin oh. flip simulator. Tails. Glenn. Heads or tails? Tails. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, you go first then. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, I, yeah, I don't I mean, I don't know. I think, I think the character itself goes on the shelf, but I mean, it's an iconic character and, you know, the series is iconic on its own, but it's iconic because of Jason and just murdering people. I don't think the series is... I don't know. That's that. It sounds like it's it should be on a shelf, yeah. right? But I, I don't think. I think the series as a whole maybe would go on a shelf, but I don't think. I think the placeholder of Jason's mask belongs on the shelf, and that's it. <laughs> I agree with that, Glenn. And this is definitely the mm. first time I'm saying this. Uh, I think the character precedes the film itself. I knew what the character was before I'd seen any of the movies, um, and. I, I it's not even just the like the story of it. It's it's the the mask and the jumpsuit and the the machete. Like that's really the only part that's iconic. You yeah. can take or leave the rest of it. Um and kind of that's kind of the thing with all slasher movies though. I mean Freddy's more iconic than the movies. Uh mm. Ghostface is more iconic than the movies. Um so it definitely succeeds at that. So uh, but I I agree with you. I think his mask overall goes on, but the movie does not. Yeah. Uh, maybe the part, the the lightning kill with the twin sister, that was pretty Ooh, cool. That would be pretty we cool. Can't, we can't put just scenes on the shelf. So I would also say no. Yeah, there we go. 
Yes. So, Friday the 13th, the final chapter, does not make it on the KFR shelf with the legs of Apostle and Handmaiden. That brings us to next week's assignment. Uh, it is my turn to pick this time uh, for week four of the KFR shelf. We are, mm. we're doing bad this this Halloween. We're cruising for a bruising. We're, we're, we're only, we're one for three on, on <laughs> shelf boys. Not too bad. For this. I mean, th- last year, I think we had all of them on except for one. Oh, so. Wow. I could be wrong. I feel like that that was the case because I remember huh. thinking we're going Probably a little too easy on these. But uh, yeah, so we'll see if we continue that trend of only one being on the shelf. Uh, my pick is going to be on uh, if you have AMC Plus Prime Video channels, it's on that. It's also on Tubi, I believe. Uh, and also, I confirmed it is also on Hulu, uh, Peacock mm. with the subscription. So there's many places to watch it. Uh, I have seen this already. I have. It's been a while since I've seen it. Over ten years. Been since a while. I've seen it. Yes. Um, uh, according to Letterbox, Glenn has not seen this. Uh, uh, now let's I'm, see what Glenn says about it. Yeah, uh, this is pr- probably. Oh, hold on. Cover these boobs here. This is probably my favorite found footage film, and that is going to be The Last Exorcism. Oh. Exorcism is alive and well. The Bible is filled with demons. If you believe in God, you have to believe in the devil. We're looking for the sweets are fine. You want to make a U-turn, and then I want you to go back where you came from. Jeez, go, go! Mr. Sweetser, how you doing? Cotton Marcus. My wife died two years ago. It's quite a shock for now. Were you very close? She was my best friend. Somehow, the devil kind of entered. Now, can you hear me? Yeah. Good. Nothing to be nervous about. What is it? It's coming through my skin. Please help. Get it out of me. Let him come now. A troubled evangelical minister agrees to let his last exorcism be filmed by a documentary crew. It is directed by Daniel uh, Daniel Stam, written by Huck Botko and uh, Andrew Garland. Is that the Andrew Garland I'm thinking of, or am I thinking Andrew Garland? I'm thinking Andrew Garland, so ignore that. Uh, it is starring uh, Patrick Fabian, Ashley Bell, Iris Barr, Lewis Hertham, uh, Caleb Landry Jones, and Tony Bentley. And again, it's going to be on Hulu. Um, I'm honestly haven't seen it in a long time, so I don't know if it's going to hold up the way that I remember it holding up in my brain. But I really, legitimately liked it the first time I saw it. So we'll see if that I remains the case. I have um, watched this. I oh, always get. Well, I always get this. I always get this in Haunting in Connecticut mixed up. They have similar posters. Yes. Um, so. And I think they came I out probably, around the same time. I probably marked Haunting in Connecticut down and thought it was this. Yeah. So that, that would make sense. 
So yeah, uh, the last exorcism is our assignment for next week. Thank you everyone for listening. As always, you can check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com. On Instagram, we're Keystone underscore Film underscore View. Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Keystone Film Review, and on Letterboxd, I'm Mike KFR. And I'm Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week when we get possessed, or are we possessed? Ooh. Are we just looking for attention? Does We're just this looking pastor for a little who possessy. lost his faith uh, uh, admitting to the world that he has faked his exorcisms? Oh my god, this guy. This guy. This, this is, freaking this guy, dude. man. Yeah, Caleb Landry Jones is in there. He's great. And oh everything, pretty much. Goodbye, everybody. Sorry, I was looking at posters. Bye-bye. <laughs>